we had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way. And I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are three years, two months, and 15 days into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams and Ned. How are you, Mr. Wizard? It's good to see you. Oh, I'm, I'm doing all right. In fact, we had screwed up by my daughter today. Well, we've got, we've... let's hope that it's screwed back in the right place, yes? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it's actually been quite enlightening as well. But then she's uh, when a 15-year-old comes up to you and asks you to have a discussion about optogenetics, you go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And then they go, right, here we go again. But yeah, that's no, been interesting. Okay. Yeah, okay. That, that's that's funny. We were talking about uh, genetics right before you came in because we're working on our... Uh on the brainstorming of our uh, of our conspiracy corner you know we're going to go through all the great conspiracy theories and genetics was one of them it, it involves a, a topic we're going to look into but anyway we'll get to that at some point bruce how are you today i'm healthy and alive doing well i'm glad to hear that as always all right ned what do you got or would you like for me to start i'll follow your lead if you want yeah I'll follow uh, what my have lead. i got which country? <laughs> well, I suppose you you heard about the uh, the chap that drove into the gates of number ten today, yeah? Yes. Well, you know, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> he was driving. Now you you got to take into consideration no, number ten where uh, Downing Downing Street. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm surprised he got that far. What was yeah? He on? Well, well, no, he was in a he was in a two door uh, two door hatchback, uh, and he was driving. I'm surprised they got him uh, as quick as they did at the rate of speed he was going. He was doing four miles an hour. Okay, that'd have been too slow for a scooter. Okay, so he was doing about walking speed. But anyway, I I didn't really want to discuss that. We discussed that with Marty uh, the other day, so we <laughs> didn't really. Want oh to talk well, about yeah, that, he but... would have, he would have um, looked at it and told the audience exactly what the idiot looked like and what was going on, and he would have torn it to bits. That is true. probably deserved. He probably yeah. did, yeah. Um, I yeah, thought I haven't, we would... haven't listened to the podcast yet. Yeah, yeah. I thought we would, uh, oddly enough, I haven't either. I, I thought we would discuss the latest out of the British Broadcasting Company. They have decided Sorry? the British Broadcasting yeah, Excuse me. British is it Corporation? Broadcasting is it Corporation? Oh, is it Circus? circus. <laughs> excuse me, Circus. <laughs> British Broadcasting Circus. Yes. They're starting a new center in uh in central london there they have a new 
complex, this setup to understand and counter disinformation. Can you believe it? They're going to run all of that information through this center. The, all of this is going to go into this hub now, and they're going yeah. to decipher it for you, and then they're going to tell you what's right and what's not. Just like, um, yeah, you got one of them. We do. The FDA. The FDA, uh, well, started, uh, the FDA have started a rumor control department. Uh, yes, that 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 is true. They they have done that, and well, <laughs> so the BBC the, the has who, to do one too. Yes, they have to do one too. And the WHO they 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 have to start preparing for what they call an infodemic. 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 Yes, I'm not sure what an infodemic like, so, is. But. So basically, they're going to create a vaccine to stop all information, or what? Yes, they're going to vaccinate the airwaves. Is what they're going to do. That's that's exactly what they're going to do. Yeah. So yeah. So if if the BBC follow the FDA, that means they've got. Um, is that the sort of thing where they say report your neighbour or anybody spreading disinformation? Is BBC going not down the quite. same route? No, not not quite. They're they're more or less they're talking about creating something just as a as a verification hub, more or less. Well, I I tell you what, I'm just going to let. Oh, they, this... they they're going to be the one and only fact checker for everybody. Yes, yes, that's what they're going to do, and I'm I'm just going to let this young lady here explain how they're going to do that. Welcome to BBC Verify. Like you said, we are a team of investigative journalists here at the BBC. Uh, we are also a new brand and we are a physical location um, above the newsroom in London. Um, and the point of the team, as you said, is to verify video, to fact check, to counter disinformation um, and to analyse really complex stories so we can get to the truth of what's going on. Why does this matter? Well, mistruths can cause really serious harm to society and to the people in them. And so we want to show you our workings and really help you understand how we get to the bottom of what's happening and I'm going to give you a bit of a flavour of the kind of work that the team are doing. Uh, so we're able to look at maps to geolocate um, specific uh, situations, stuff that's going on. Um, this is just a map of central London where we are now and this is New Broadcasting House where I'm speaking to you from um, and it's not so important perhaps for the centre of London but it is when we're analysing war zones or what's happening in hard to reach places and there's a story on the BBC website today. It's looking at Russian fortifications um, on the front lines in Ukraine uh, and you can read more about it there um, and there are other ways that we also are able to interrogate what's going on including on social media um, I have some undercover accounts that I've set up for the BBC's Americast podcast and we use these kinds of undercover accounts and um, these are the characters that the accounts uh, are uh, belong to um, uh, to be able to really understand polarization online and how um, what's happening on our social media feeds and what we're being recommended and pushed to us can affect all of us um, and they don't offer us a totally um, exhaustive insight into what's going on, but they can help us understand just how social media works. Um, and then there's also investigating uh, other mistruths and the real world harm they can cause. Um, at the moment, I'm investigating the UK's conspiracy theory movement. I'm trying to understand more about how it's evolved and intensified since uh, the pandemic here in the UK. I'm looking at the alternative media that finds itself at the heart of this movement and a conspiracy theory newspaper that's a part of that as well. I'm looking at the way that alternative media is funded. I'm looking at its impact on local communities. I'm looking at its connections with far-right figures and also its foreign links. Um, that's for a podcast series that will be coming out in June. It's called Mariana in Conspiracy Land uh, and it will be available on BBC Sounds, Radio 4, asking that question, could January the 6th or a German coup attempt like we saw um, there ever happen here in the UK? So there's a real range of journalism BBC Verify will be doing um, and you'll be able to see it online, on iPlayer, um, across BBC News, on your televisions and radio. So do look out for it. Do look she out for that. She, that is, it, they she are just a admitted, conspiracy theory. 
Yeah, she's in the middle of conspiracy land. She is investigating herself. With fake accounts. Did you notice that? She's yeah. got, they have the fake accounts. They, they're creating the fake accounts. So they say that they're going to do that so they can target disinformation. But you're the disinformation by creating the disinformation. It's unbelievable. Well, this, the, the one thing that any decent media outlet should do is you always cross-pollinate with independent journalists. And that's how they used to do. You used to have independent journalists that used to feed the big companies as well. And that's where it all used to work. And it hasn't done that way for a few years. You still get them out there. I mean, anybody, if you look at it, anybody, I mean, especially in Canada when they had the, the, that truck run and that, an independent journalist can be anybody with a phone that's doing honest reporting. If you see something and you report it on your phone, you video it live or whatever, it's going to get pulled down. The chances are it will get pulled down, but it might just get out there. And there's been a lack of that, that sort of thing. It only happens when there's an extreme thing that people don't realize that no one's actually across the world is hearing this. And that's when people, only when people really get upset that you actually, they start just using the networks. Yes, you get pulled down, but you just get out there and do it again the next day and send it out there again. And that's, that is true independent journalism. Just get it out there to show the truth. People need to see it. Not that circus, because that's a joke. That is a joke. And I, I was telling you on the phone, uh, uh, I think it was yesterday when you and I were discussing at least part of that, you hadn't seen or heard that clip yet. But I said, th this is what people in the UK, you guys are paying your TV licenses for this? This is what your, yeah. your money's being spent on? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's it's really comedy, sad. It's the only comedy we've got. Well, I guess that is true. Like COVID from, kill comedy. Well, COVID kill comedy. So we've just know. got. I don't know. Rabbit Jab was pretty funny. Uh, he was pretty British funny. British Broadcasting Comedy Circus Network. Yeah, and but then yeah. you've got Westminster. That's that's comedy TV, <laughs> isn't it? Just but they're all doing it. I mean, it's it's like um, the AP, the Associated Press. All the local medias are coming online with them in America, aren't they? To actually agree to feed what is it? The excuse they used, we're going to feed the public we think they need to know so they don't get frightened. What? So you don't tell them the truth so you don't frighten them. And that's while the, the same excuse time, they use. While at the same time, their agenda is to frighten people. Look what they did during COVID. <laughs> Hello, it's scary stuff. So yeah, oh, but they weren't frightening people. They were just telling them the truth. Uh, right, hey. sure. Yeah, I know. And yet, um, oh, I, d I don't know. At the, at the moment, I mean, there's all manner of stuff going on, isn't it? Um, what's the other thing in the US that amused me the other day? Well, there's several things. Because, you know, that Bud Light thing that and the company made a real mess and they're getting knackered for it. Yeah. What are Target doing? Oh, boy. Yeah, I, they're, they're doing these. Um, it's a clothing line for kids and it's designed by a Satanist. <laughs> something like that it, it, it's it's basically it's an, I mean, it's an lgbt it's quite, yeah, yeah yeah it's got yeah, like the basically yeah breast binders suppression and, stuff yep, and yep and, and tucking uh, stuff tuck, and tuck your yep. stuff up and it's uh-huh it's in the young adults to kids section and yeah and you're giving it whoa and there are uh -huh. there have been um there have been a few um mothers putting things out there and sending it out there and giving it, this is just going really mad. And they've just been sending it out on their phones. And some of, and it's quite unbelievable. I mean, I'm sorry, that is suicide as far as I'm concerned. If they want to go the same way, people are going to get upset big style. 
and they're gonna lose a lot yeah well they've they've actually they've missed their earnings for two years in a row now and that's not really well, talked about i mean this is america's third largest retailer I, i'd like to play yeah. this video to kind of cement your point there this is not yeah, a, a mother it. This is not a mother, but this is just a, a guy walking into a Target store in New York. It's Memorial Day in the U.S., and he's wondering, oh, yeah. yeah, he's wondering where the stuff is for our military and our veterans. You know, where where are the displays for that? <laughs> and instead, he finds this right when you walk in the door. Memorial Day weekend. Where is the display supporting and showing homage to a men and women at a military? There's nothing. There's a couple of little made-in-China patriotic pieces of shit here. Where's that? Huh? Last week was cop week. Did we put a display up support supporting our police? No, we didn't. Target. What about November? In November, do we get a uh, veteran's display that says proud to be a veteran? No, we do not. Is there anything? Yeah, I'm... Uh, I don't need to scream. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I just talk loud. Yeah. I hope that corporate is watching this because this is bullshit. No problem with the pride section. Take the kids out of it. That's what you have to do. Get rid of the kids shit that doesn't belong in here. You cater to 0.1% and 99% of us buy this shit in this store, but that's coming to an end. Corporate better change their fucking ways. You're going to go down like Budweiser. <laughs> I don't blame him. That's all right. I you want to call the cops? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll be, I'll be doing whatever the fuck I want. Like your opinion? Shame on you Is people it? going in here. You people complain, but you're still shopping this fucking shit. <laughs> he is he is upset he is upset but he's right he is he's right i mean he is. the corporate industry does not want anybody to have a identity of a country they don't want anything to have um community status where one believes in themselves they just want to totally destroy it all and that's that is well they've targeted it right haven't they that's it. As far as I'm concerned, if there's anybody out there, that's another place to go. I'm not going in there because there are loads of other places. You will find clothes. You will find other stuff. And you won't feel uncomfortable because if you've got kids, that is definitely not the place to go. And as far as I'm concerned, and that's my opinion, and I'm across the pond and I don't really care. But yeah, it, it, it's, it's just madness. I must admit, um, one of your one of your states did stand up the other day, didn't they, and make a ruling, didn't they? Nebraska. What did they do? I didn't see it. Nebraska, save our kids. You cannot do anything to them in this state, and they can't have it done. That's the surgery and everything until they're of a decisional age of nineteen. Does this also apply to the school curriculums? Where they're, they're secretly teaching this in schools. I don't know. This this is basically no trans surgery, etc. They're locked. And I'll tell you what, you have to find a video of this because when they stood up and made this announcement in the house, a certain person called um Kavanaugh, it was a lady called Kavanaugh, yeah. She had she was given the stand for two and a half minutes. Yes? And guess what she said for two and a half minutes? She started with can you hear them? They're trans people out there. 
Oh, no. We like trans people. Oh, we want trans people. And she just said that and slowly raised her voice and just said the same lines for two and a half minutes. And this was in your political house. And I went, whoop, what? And then some people looked into this, yeah, because I followed the line. Yeah. And it was quite an interesting discussion. And they found out who was funding her. And I think it was your um, Planned Parenthood. Go figure. <laughs> Do you know who the and biggest the funder of, of Planned Parenthood is? It's the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yeah. Well, there you go. And it and all leads around in one vicious spiral. Yeah, and even on the Planned Parenthood site, because you have to check it, her face is there. So this Kavanaugh, and I'll tell you what, it was a joke. Two and a half minutes to stand up and have you say, and that's all she could say. That was after these, after the um, councillors or whatever they were, stood up and said, this is going to be put through and this is it and the vote is there. And they put it through. Excellent. And, it, and they did it under, and I think it was called Save Our Kids, and they've made that decision. Well on you. That's one of them standing up. So you, you get the praise for that one, boys. Well impressed. But she she was the right idiot, and she looked an idiot, and she sounded oh, I'm sure an she idiot. Did. Yeah, I'm sure she did. Yes. Uh, I, I think there's another state that was doing that as well. I think Montana it did something very similar as well. Yeah, Montana's been doing, yeah, but they've been doing, doing some really weird stuff yeah. because they've it's, been doing counterproductive stuff. Because mm-hmm. didn't, was it Montana that did the. They did the TikTok. Uh, yeah, but what, which state was it? <laughs> which state was it that said you can't persecute um, somebody for if they commit a robbery, they can't be done for a murder, murder felony up to the age of 25 because they don't understand murder. Well, that's but probably California. Still, but then they were still putting through young kids can have to make a decision to yeah, get themselves yeah. chopped that, up. That sound, yeah, that's it sounds like California. Weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds uh, like California. I mean, it's, it's, it's totally... Or maybe it was Washington. The maybe it was Washington. They're, they're insane in Washington, too. I, I'd like to point out here, uh, Bruce, you know, we saw the uh, the ad yesterday where Bud Light had their cases. They were selling their 30-pack, or their, excuse me, their 20-pack cases. They were selling them for $1.87 in Walmart, and yeah, no one's buying them. Yeah. $1.87, which, yeah. by the way, that's the, that's the criminal code for homicide, I might add. So they could have picked a different price, I think. <laughs> I'm just saying, Ned's, Ned's losing it. I'm just saying. Yeah, They've gone a step further, right, through Memorial Day weekend. If you walk up to one of the 20-pack bottles that they sell, if you scan the QR code that's on the side of it, when you take it up to the register, now the price of it is $15. But if you scan the QR code and you show that to the cashier, they'll give you a discount of $15. Oh, that's pleasant. And they're they're still not (laughs) able to sell them. Yeah, well, it's garbage anyway. It is it's terrible. You'll back me up on that, Bruce, isn't it? It is just garbage anyway, isn't it? It's it is. Just, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. There is something funny that happened in Europe. Um, There's a lot oh, of funny things that happened in Europe. No, 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 no. That narcissistic git from Canada went to Italy. Oh, Trudeau. He went, oh, he went to Italy, yeah. Uh-huh. And that's another video you've got to find, mate, because it was... Oh, I'll see what I can do. Excellent. Did he meet with because Maloney? He sat, no, no, he sat, no, he sat down. And he, yeah, he had a chat, right? And he tried to lecture them about LGBTQ plus whatever, yeah. And the paper that the came out the next, the paper that came out the next day, right? If you translated the Italian writing, guess what it exactly said? This Go buffoon on. wants to give us a lecture. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's so Italian. It was, that's so it, Italian. Uh, yeah, that was just class. And that was it. I went, well done, Trudeau. And the Italians got it really, really spot on. But, I mean, it's nice. But it, people are reporting this and they're picking this stuff up and they're shoving it out there. And it's nice. It's it's good. It's brilliant. It's, it's wonderful stuff. People are just different platforms are, are starting to get it. And it's quite interesting because the stuff that we've put out quite a while ago that are getting reiterated now as well by different platforms. So some people, well, I mean, we're all listening to each other, obviously, or and picking stuff up, which is good. And um, what was it? Uh, what, 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 what were they reiterating some of the fools the other day from Ukraine? That DIIA. DIIA? Yeah, the app, the DIIA app. I didn't realize there was an app. Yeah, yeah, they they still. I, I did a podcast on it, uh, um, a small part on one of the podcasts ages ago. It was to do with. Um, it, it's got everything in it. it, it it's basically. Oh, this everybody, is that... It's just in Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ukraine so the, this and, is the digital and basically, thing. Basically. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it was backed up by um, I think Google, Visa, and USAID. Is it USAID? USAID. USAID yeah. Yep, USA yeah, USAID. So those were the th three main people that sponsored it sort of thing. And yet it's owned by their own Ukraine Ministry of Digital Transformation or something like that, you know. And it came out in 2019 originally, I think, because I reported it quite a while ago. It originally came out in 2019 or was meant to come out at the end of 2019, but then eventually got pushed in 2020 because that's when they started to spout Ukraine is the base and the best digital whatever and they're using it. But there was a February meeting. was the official yeah. launch. February 6, 2020 is the official The launch. official launch, yeah. yeah. But then they, they completed it for September 2019 and whatever. Yeah, so it came out early 2020. But they were over there trying to push it again, and somebody reported on that. So they're still trying. They keep going around the same, same, same carousel, and they're doing it again. And it basically means it's... It's a digital platform which they say that all their people, if there's anybody left, the Ukrainians left alive, that is, can use it for to do whatever they want. But it's an information gathering system, and yeah, it's part of the social controlling system out there, and it is a it is a bit of a nightmare. It it I'm sure I'm sure it's for your convenience, if nothing else. Coming to a nation near you will be something along those lines of that type of a digital wallet that will control and administer your life if the WHO pandemic treaty passes or the pandemic you accord mean, or whatever it is they're talking about. The One Health. Was it the One Health thing? Yeah, that, that thing. I had to look into that. Did that you? Because, been... yeah, they, this dropped just a little while ago. The pandemic accord could impose a lockdown. If it's passed, it could impose a lockdown Mm. On the UK, um, anyway, they, they say, well, yeah, but they're specifically they're they're referencing uh, the UK because you guys would take the lead on it due to the the things that you already have in place. <laughs> we just love because lockdowns. of the last. Oh yeah, you do. You're we the world leader. Our kids yeah, up sure. Totally. Yeah, lockdown measures could be imposed on the UK by the World Health Organization during a future pandemic under the new powers, according to what the ministers have said this afternoon. Member states would be obliged to follow the agency's instructions when responding to pandemics, including by introducing vaccine passports, border closures, and quarantine measures under a draft update to its regulations this afternoon. So you can't take your spouse on holiday like you can't take your 
um, pet on holiday, like man or woman or whatever. You can't if take you your pet for a walk. You can't take your pet for a walk. Do you remember people were getting fined 5,000 pounds for walking their dog? Oh, that's stupid, isn't it? Oh, yeah, but if you have a party, you only get fined 50. Yeah. If your and, name's and if you're, Yeah, and, well, I was going to say, if you're yeah, if you're a member of parliament, <laughs> if you're an MP, you get fined 50 pounds of taxpayer money that you have at your disposal. Yeah, and yeah pay, you, pay out, you pay out the taxpayer's money as well. Yeah, uh, he probably had a lunch for a hundred quid and put it on a card later. Yeah, don't yes. don't tell me. I I was in um, I was in London. Uh, it's been a few years ago. Now. I was I was in London and I I had lunch and I, I was literally it was it was just lunch and it was a sandwich, it was a salad, and it was a cup of tea and it was eighteen pound forty nine. It was insane. It was absolutely insane. So him having a hundred pound lunch, yeah, I could see that. Oh, if you if you go out now, I mean, it's it's you you, you know you you know if you want something decent to eat, you're going to be paying twenty oh, thirty pound a head. Yeah, crazy. it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But you know that's that's you pay you pay it seven times round. You know what I mean in the West. That's the way it is now, all the way around. Right, I'm going to get boring because you just triggered me on that pandemic crap. Yes, because yeah, go um, ahead. What does uh, the, trip, what does... the the usual suspects the triplets, isn't it? Uh huh. You've got the who. You've got the WF and you've got the UN. Now, I, I will keep it reiterating this until people get it in their head. Originally, the WHO was funded by sovereign nations, wasn't it? A long, long time ago. Yes. We're talking 75 years. Well, when, when you say it was funded by sovereign nations, what you really mean is it was funded by the United States, the United Kingdom, and some of Western Europe. Yeah. Those are the but ones it that was. actually it, it was yeah, initially put it. down. Yeah. Okay, so basically, and then slowly over the time, it's moved to what you must call funding by private parties. Yeah, to such an extreme that the majority of funding now comes from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which and other aligned stuff like vaccine based non profit funded pharma companies and god knows what else they want to call themselves uh, the chinese communist party also have a very large stake in the world health organization's funding as well oh yeah but then like i say the vaccine companies um we're talking about the alliances such as gavi yeah which is, that? is associated with bill yeah yeah and sepi isn't it sepi uh, we is, haven't looked into sepi too much but uh gavi yeah. we've been more focused on because you guys the coalition the last for gavi. epidemic preparedness yep. innovations yep. yep so yeah so basically if you go into the basic funding they reckon up to 88 percent of it is from philanthropic foundations one way or another why do i feel like when we looked into sepi because we bruce you remember when we ran down that novavax connection uh, with Gates, because the, yeah. the UK was was set to buy, it was like 60 million doses or something from, from Novavax overnight. And that company, that vaccine company, who never actually created a, a viable product, all of a sudden got approved for uh, yeah. a COVID vaccine. And the company was in dire straits. And at the last minute, Gates swooped in and bought it. And mm -hmm. I, I feel like when we were looking into that company, we were tracing it back, we ran into CEPI somehow you will. and you and will that was happy yeah and that was connect we found out that was connected somehow to the world economic forum as in with funding you see with gates with gavi and everything else this is how he manages to test his vaccines and that on a lot of people in third world countries stuff like that he's a just a horrible individual on a lesser level i mean they put gates out there i mean he seems to be deliberately up there but you still got the usual players that 
do a, a, a much lesser funding. You've got Bloomberg, you've got Wellcome Trust, you've got the Rockefeller Foundation. They've still got their claws in there. They're still the same. It's all the usual suspects in the WHO, and it, 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 it's not good. That pandemic treaty, which is not just concerned with pandemic because they brought it under the One Health ideology. Now, I looked into that concept, yeah, and it's basically the concept, they say, is human and animal health in relation to the environment. So basically, yes. So that's so the agenda is basically they gain decision-making powers related to the environment. And what can you do? You make anything up. So the more power they have, you won't just get um, uh, pandemic lockdowns. You're going to get lockdowns interference. So, yeah, it, it's just going to go on and on. So basically... You're going to get climate lockdowns, and we said that ages ago, and that's what they they're coming at. They're coming out from it, it, pandemics, anything. And I think because you just had the G7 summit, haven't you? You've just had this meeting, which I think goes to the end of this month. I think it goes to the end of this month, thirty first, with the WHO and everything. And this is basically so they can implement and change international health regulations. The World Health Assembly, they're calling this, which is at the WHO. And it's from the 21st of May to the 30th of May, actually. So, and it is, they're calling it the One Health Meeting. So the concept was created about, ooh, 20 years ago. And it's created by a few doctors and veterinarians. And basically, it got hijacked by corporations. And they just went with it. Uh, international organizations, the elites, they just totally hijacked it. And they added over the last 20 years into that same basket They've added all manner of little things, and it doesn't. It's, it's unrecognisable from from where it started. Once again, somebody comes up with an idea. Somebody goes, well, "We we we're going to take that idea." They probably paid somebody off, said, "We want that idea." And they've run with it, and they've added all manner of things into it. Yeah, this one health idea, which which literally was. So you got, and then who'd you get? You get all manner of the um, UN agencies. When when it's mentioned UN agencies, it's like a there's a network of agencies with the UN. It is just innumerous. When one seems to disappear, another one opens up. It, it, it's just, if you if you can think it up the next day, the UN will just put the thing in it. I mean, back in two thousand and nine. Once this One Health thing was going and running and the UN got involved, it was the Rockefeller Foundation that put funding behind it, yeah? So the, so once again, you've got them behind it, yeah? So you've got the same same people. And now you've got, um, by 2012, it became part of the WS program just after it was really rolled out by the CDC. So you've got the same suspects. Again, you've got the CDC followed by the WEF. And now you've got the front people up, which are the who. And you've got, so I don't know. It is just, it, it's, it's a creation of the controlling mechanism by the same people. And it's just a bunch of lies under a heading. Because if you look at any of these new proposed treaties, it's all headings. The small print is going to come after the agreement and you're going to be bollocksed. It's just like, it's all gobbledygook with no real explanation. And it's going to be totally refined and you're going to get totally stitched up after an agreement. And that is how it's going to be <laughs> with an update. But yeah, it is, it's ridiculous. And people have just got to say no. Countries but pe can in people, Africa though? came. 
That's the thing. Can, the, the, can people? I mean, it, I'm just I'm using I'm using the example. Some countries did. Some countries did the last time they tried to push this out, and it got and it got blocked. Yeah, but but that's in other countries. I'm talking about in our respective quote democracies and our representative forms of government. Again, very loosely used terms. But I'm referencing the last three years. Our governments don't care when we actually stand up and push back. They don't care. No, they move ahead. No, no. Well, yeah. I mean, if you look at if you look at who turned up at the WF in January 2023 at Davos, there was what was it 2,700 leaders from 130 countries. Yeah, but the I world mean, leaders didn't that's go. That's a lot year. of leaders. I mean, yeah, the, and then this this included 52 heads of countries. You know, heads of state. Were actually yeah. went there, but this year, th- this past year, I mean, it, it seemed more like a, it seemed like it was more like a circus this past year than than in years past. There was a hell of but a lot, a lot of people of the, there. There was there were still a lot of people there, yeah, but a, a lot of the top brass in these countries that we're in, they didn't go this year, this past year. You know, Biden Gen- didn't go. In January, um, for 50, obvious, yeah, yeah, there are fifty two heads of state. state yes, but usually there are over a hundred or more. And this year they didn't go largely. They sent their you know representatives, representatives and, and ministers. Yeah, and, that's yeah. why there was two thousand and odd. Yeah, yeah I know. Oh, there, there was a because they. I, I think basically politically they just want to, they don't care for each other as much as anything else. They're waiting to be stabbed in the back by each other. That's what that sort of political atmosphere creates anyway. So if they think they're going to lose their grip on something, they just don't want to be seen. They don't. They want to be disassociated with it and. That's what really pisses me off because something like the WEF is funded by companies and companies have to make what I think it was for the top leadership, something like a turnover between three and five billion a year or something. Yeah. And we don't even know what the annual dues to be a member are down there. That's not disclosed. They keep that secret. It's, it's, it's just a joke. So basically, and yet they're saying this is for <laughs> the people. The stakeholders, or whatever they want to, whatever title they want to give everybody, and it sucks. It really sucks. It's not for you, and people have got to stand up and shout. They've got to do it locally. They've got to start with their councillors. They've got to do it in local government, and they've just got to keep pushing. Um, I don't want to start a political war, but sorry, I think that's been started at us. They started. Tell it. you the truth, yeah. Uh, it's just it's just ridiculous. It's, if you think about it, the hypocrisy. They're trying to use the environment thing, yeah, and yet there's 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 a big thing and there's something interesting to look into at the moment. It's is what was it called? Chemical chaining. They've been doing chemical atmospheric chaining for years or whatever, putting shit up there and messing around with the environment. There's yeah, a, geoengineering. There's a few people. That, yeah, there's yeah. there's a few people looking into that at the moment, and that that finding their corner and they want to shout this out but it's the hypocrisy of it it's the un i hate the un i hate the un to such a degree because anyone that can put have so much money to be put there as a representative or put as a peacemaker or whatever and then still say to the public that it takes 80 cents to feed a child in africa for one day and yet if they used just a few of those billion, you could feed all of them for 10 years. You could bring them out of it. The UN, the WHO, the WEF, they have kept the world in many places poor. They have kept them. They are really accountable 
for every one of those deaths of those kids, as far as I'm concerned, because it's been deliberately kept that way. And it doesn't take that much. The amount of money that's spent into wars, proxy wars, whatever, when the world would be a better place, if you just fed it, it's simple. And you teach them how to manage their own... People just want to live. People get along quite happily when they're fed and watered and they're doing something. That is why most of them have rolled over and not done anything, because they just want to carry on from a day-to-day basis. That is true. I was telling somebody just yesterday, I said, you know what? Since all of this started, I said, I've never seen more people say to me, you know, I just want to go on vacation. (laughs) They they do. It's like everybody just wants to watch Netflix and go on vacation. Uh, I'm like, thank God the pandemic's over. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. thank God it's over. And I'm like, uh, d- it never started for me. No, no. That, 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 what was it? Dictator Ted Ross, not Director Ted you Ross, mean, but Dictator. You mean, <laughs> you mean Comrade General Dictator Ted Ross, yes. Yeah, him, him. Oh, God. It's over. He said it's over. But it's still killing somebody every three seconds, apparently, or three minutes. Three minutes, no, he said. I, well, he? let's go with three seconds because they like to scare everybody. So we'll go with three seconds. <laughs> They're dropping dead. It's I know. Not, it's, the pandemic is over, but COVID is still a danger. I think that that's kind of what he was saying. Well, they they are going for the kids, though, aren't they? Because they say they are, yeah. Instead, because it, it's the UN on that on that food thing. They say, oh, there's twenty times as many children with smartphones. You know, when you could help feed somebody else, and they're going to be going with the vaccines. They're going. The kids have got to be vaccinated and all that sort of stuff, and yet it is just harm, harm, harm. It's ridiculous, and yet people in the West get this, they give themselves a a feel-good thing by putting their hands in their pocket and paying all these charitable things, when we shouldn't have to. It shouldn't be there. They shouldn't need this sort of thing. They just need educating, and they need to be fed. It doesn't take much. No, it doesn't. To your point, I mean, I, I, I've been kind of saying that same thing for, for many years. You know, people people just really, they just want to be left alone. They want to have a good job. They want to have a house, a couple of cars, maybe a swimming pool and raise a couple of kids and just be exactly. left alone. Yeah. And look at what they've actually worked for and try and give their, instill a bit of self-respect and discipline into the children to say, we've done it. We'd like to be able to hand this over to you, but funnily enough, we can't afford to. <laughs> yeah, I can't afford to. <laughs> and you can't afford to do it yourself now. <laughs> and it's just, ah. Oh. But there is one interesting fact on your media. They're having a dig at Gates, aren't they? I hadn't heard that they were having a dig at Gates, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this about the, the Epstein Wall- thing? Yeah, the Wall Street Journal dug that one up the other day. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Was this the one where they said something about him being blackmailed by Epstein to give money to his program that he was running out of Harvard? Was that the was that the thing? Well, let's say they said that he was forcibly asked to um, do whatever Epstein wanted. But the thing was, the big hole in it all is Gates apparently had an affair with... Uh, a young lady that played bridge or whatever. She's a young foreign female. But the thing was, Epstein apparently discovered this in 2013. Now, Gates is doing all this denial stuff, yeah? But Gates was already in Epstein's camp by 2011, two years before that. Do you know how many dinners he's had with Epstein? 
He hasn't been very forthcoming with that. I'd say 35 plus. 35 plus? Yeah, I'd say at least 35. He's also been on an Epstein's private island and plane. Mm -hmm. And the media is digging shit up about him. And they're actually, somebody re-ran in this last week. Um, Remember that hoo-ha about um, all that child porn that was found in... His foundation, one of his in his foundation or whatever, child porn, and some bloke called oh dear god, what was his name? Uh, Rick Allen Jones. Rick Allen Jones took the fall for that. Some fifty-one year old, or did he take a fall? Was he the engineer that had it all on whatever? Was he doing it? But yeah, he went. Um, Rick Allen Jones got taken down for that, and there's a load of child porn on one of let's say. Bill Gates' estate. Interesting. And that was dragged up the other day. So The media reported become, this. Yeah, both of those things. Okay, so... So they reiterated so, that. I mean, this, this thing about the um, child porn is old. And if you look into um, a gentleman called Rick Allen Jones, he was the man that got accused and sorted out, or I'm not even sure whether he actually got imprisoned at the end, but there was a shitload of child porn, a hell of a lot. But that is old news. But that's been reiterated, and the Epstein thing has brought Gates as a focal point. Like I say, with the Wall Street, you know what they're like. One person, one of them's done it, and the, there's a few of them on the, are there. Is somebody targeting Gates? Don't know. I, I mean, the way I'm thinking on it, yeah, it sounds like they're they're getting ready to to move on him, or at least they're putting him in a position where they could. Or, you know, but the thing is, the big hole is, no matter what he says or whatever, he had a live talk, and I'll tell you what, he wasn't very chatty. I'll tell you that now. He wasn't very chatty about the Epstein stuff. No, whenever he gets asked about that, and I, I've seen some interviews where the uh, the interviewer has asked him, a time or two about the uh, the Epstein things. And it, it's interesting, if you pay very close attention to what he says, he doesn't denounce the relationship that he had with Epstein. He denounces the fact that he had dinners with him, but he doesn't he denounce loads. the relationship. Well, he, had loads. he had loads of visits with him. Yeah, of course he did. I mean, th- there's, that's, there's records that's, of him going there and everything. Yeah, and there's there were there were records in the beginning when the whole Epstein thing uh, came out. There were records, and uh, I think it was even the butler of one of, or maybe it was the concierge or, or whatever it was of the private residence that he had in Paris. Gates would stay there when he would go to Paris mm-hmm. at Epstein's private residence, and the butler even said so. He said, "Yeah, I've, I've seen him here. He stays here all the time when he comes here." So it's, the connections, the connections has always been there. The thing is, it's 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 a horrible mess. I mean, there's so many people involved in this, and there's there must be so much backstabbing going on. There must be so many people. I mean, I'd hate to think how much data has been dropped, and as it comes up, they're just trying to. But money will not cover everything. Money will not cover everything because eventually something will come out. As to whether anything gets done about it or not is something else but you know i i I don't know i i really don't know it's um yeah i mean i I want to i want to have a look at into that other chemical trails thing i was going to look into that uh, but i've I've run out of time because i was doing so much stuff um nuclear fission bruce something came out the g7 summit apparently um romania are going with it just fission you know smrs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah they're the next one coming online Apparently, they might be getting some funding from the U.S. Interesting. Um, USA, Why? Japan, South Korea, United Arab Emirates, 
might all have a bit of financing in Romania. It came, came out from the G7 Summit. One of your banks, I think it's called the Export-Import Bank, e- EXIM or something like that? Exim? The Import-Export Bank, that sounds... I'm sorry, just on the on the surface, as an investigator, the laundry I, the first, service. I would look at that the as a laundromat. Service. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I didn't want to say that. I was waiting for you to. Export-Import Bank is actually a .gov, so... Oh yeah. wow! So it's a that's public what I said. Bank. It's funded Not by it. your, it's funded by your government. Yeah. So I sent your bank. Yeah, Exim. Yeah. So I got that one right. Yeah. So it's your government. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it is a laundry and, service. It is a laundry. Yes. And, and, yeah, and, and <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And yeah. Well, yeah. And the other thing is, um, uh, via your .gov is the uh, U.S. International Development Finance Corporation, which is another .gov thing. Another laundry. They're all. Yeah. Yeah. So Romania's been another laundry service but they're doing it via nuclear now okay so this is how that one's going that's come out the g7 summit um idaho they're thinking of doing micro they call them they're not calling them smrs they're calling them micro reactors modular again yeah so i think that's idaho national Lab- laboratories inl yeah they're um they're talking nuclear as well everyone's starting to talk nuclear There's one way or a- another there's been a lot of talk here in the U.S. as well about uh, reusing waste, nuclear waste. So uh, there's been a lot of talk about that and using that for our reactors. Yeah, there's been a lot of research into what nuclear waste could be used for as well. We're the only nation that doesn't do that, by the way. All the other nations that have nuclear reactors actually use their nuclear waste for fuel and other mm. nuclear, uh, other types of nuclear reactors. Th- not only that, but they also use them in weapons, I might add. No, really? Well, yes. Uh, some Who of the thought? some of some of the nuclear waste is actually plutonium, <laughs> but the, some of the other waste is U two thirty five, and they convert it to U two thirty eight again. Yeah. Uh, like they do a refining process in enrichment, yeah. and then enrichment reuse for, that U two thirty eight for so you, a nuclear you're, you're saying that the Chinese actually, you know, because they're pumping out nuclear weapons like sausages at the moment. You, you're saying that they're following the guidelines of enriching uranium properly and they're making clean bombs that's what you're saying well no what i'm no. saying is is uh china's probably using the plutonium the nuclear waste so the plutonium is the part that is really radioactive and can be turned into nuclear weapons yes. uh, easily and i i think that's what they're doing personally i think yes the reactors they're using is burning up the fuel quicker to get that plutonium to get it yes exactly yeah 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 there's always a reason <laughs> so we're going to have another Cold War in arms race, are we? Like we said. Oh, no, yeah. we're not going to have it. We're having it. We're yeah. not going to. It's happening now. This is, this is the modern day Cold War. Oh, there is something I want to, because I listened to your podcast this week, yeah? Well, thank and you. And of course, they're interested. This one especially, I'd like to say. <laughs> yeah, never mind. That's a bit conceited, but there you go. Narcissistic. That fits with the no, we No, we, we can't say narcissistic <laughs> anymore because that's associated with left-wing activism. We were talking about that with Marty the other day. So. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. You mentioned the other day you were having a talk about that Marine chap. Yeah. That slept somebody on the train. Yeah. Right. And then you actually said what wasn't discounted, what wasn't accounted for, he's losing his breath and stuff like that. And the actual guy said he died from... When you sleep somebody, yeah... And I'll tell you, because Marty's done it and I've done it, you do not even touch the trachea or the windpipe. Exactly. It is stopping the oxygen going to the brain, right? So that's by your arteries, okay? So 
those gits in the media and that lying twat of a doctor, right, whoever it was, that Marine would not have even touched his windpipe because you don't do it. Because generally, if you sleep somebody, it's because you want to talk to them later. And then you might punch his lights out once you got your information. But, yes. So just to put that to an end, they're a lying bunch of bastards. Okay? They intend to hang this guy. That's that's the the intent of this. That's why the doctor came out and said uh, he crushed his windpipe and all that kind of stuff. That's no. how he died. Uh, no. That's why. It's because they want to hang this Marine. They want him to, to go out as an example. No, you don't do that. You sleep somebody, you don't touch his windpipe. End of it. That's the way it is. Simple as that. And he is not... And You're actually on the wrong side in the neck. Yeah, you you're not directly in front. Yeah you're, you're, yeah. yeah, you're on the side. Because basically, if you want to just put somebody down, you would just chop them straight in the windpipe. And it doesn't matter how big they are, that would definitely be a problem. So that's, that's such a... What is wrong with these people? They make it up as they go along, and it's not even sensible, the answers they come out with. You're trying to but apply the logic. American doesn't know. Well, huh? that, yes, that. They're, they're doing it for altering people's perceptions. That's the first thing. The second thing, you're trying to apply logic to a situation and to a people that have none. It is No, but when you are trained to do that, this is reflex. This is automatic, whatever. He would not have actually gone anywhere near the windpipe. Because basically, the only way he would have gone near the windpipe, and he would have only hit, he would have hit him in the windpipe. As simple as that. Yeah. And that would have been it. Sorry, bang. No answers. No whatever. To sleep him. Deliberate act. Put him down. But they're they're coming out with this information now to try him in the court of public opinion. That's going to sway the jury's vote and how they, uh, you know, rule on this guy. And the the whole intent is they're basically trying to destroy this guy because you can't have good Samaritans going out against these people. You can't have anybody standing up against uh, the lunacy that the left is pushing. <laughs> so you can have empty trains because nobody wants to go on them. <laughs> so, so, oh, 15 minute cities. You don't need them anymore. Well, for all the nutcases on the trains to keep people hemmed in. Yeah, there's a point. That mm. might work. It's all part of the cycle. And just one for your home ground, by the way, Johnny. Germany. That's not my home ground. My home ground is the state of Ohio. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> But okay, your tramping ground, Germany. My current stomping grounds. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. I'm having my walkabout. Yeah. Yeah. The ecology policies. Is it the SIU? They've been advising the government for 50 years. I have no idea. Yeah. Apparently, it's made up of seven professors from different disciplines. Uh-huh. They published a re- they published a, re- a report, yeah, and this is what they're saying. This time they're advising the reflections on COVID lockdowns and how good they were at controlling people and how they should implement such acts in the future. The hell you say? <laughs> you mean you. you mean you mean this is this is a positive report? Oh well, excuse me. Where are my manners? <laughs> yeah. Please continue. Oh, oh no, no. It's how all, great awesome. these things were. Like, they should be implemented. Yeah, here's a quote from it. They should be implemented by the use of environmental policies. Climate lockdowns. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Right there. So yeah. So the SIU these. Profs, these academics that have been advising for so many years have done this again. Are they card carrying members of this last generation that just got raided the other day? You can't make this up. This is just 
bloody ridiculous. This, it, I mean, this is nonsensical. Like this, this is just we're we're literally we're giving insanity an audience is is what we're doing. Like we're we're giving this uh, d just to give you an example. This is not related to that, but it goes along the same lines of this same insanity. I was told yesterday that there are four students in a neighboring high school to where I I attended in the U.S. Mm -hmm. There are four students that have been given a special room with a sandbox in it because they identify they have four students in the school in a high school that identify as a dog or a cat. And so they are allowed to go in there to defecate. Yes. Yes. This is a double edged problem. It connects in with with these group of loonies that you're talking about here with the, this climate nonsense. We're not only giving audience to the individuals that are of this um, belief system to begin with. <laughs> sorry, we're, sorry, I just I'm sorry, sorry. Jenny. Yeah, yeah, go on. I just, <laughs> we're, I, I know it's it's insane, but we're no. I just had this. I just had this thought because I was brought up with dogs. Yeah, and Martin's got a dog, Reggie. Yeah, and stuff yeah, Reggie, like that. Yeah. And I just thought, well, if you're gonna identify as a dog, does that mean you're not allowed to use toilet paper because you're a dog and you're gonna get itchy I don't, syndrome? I don't want to, to know. I, I don't. I'm not thinking that far into. <laughs> I, it, okay? I can't imagine these humans. I, I cannot I, like I'm not even thinking that far it's into just... it, but we're, we're dealing with a with a level of of mental illness like <laughs> these people. If that, if they truly believe that about themselves, they belong in an institution. They do. They belong, they belong in, in an institution. They belong in a or, kennel. I, <laughs> in a kennel. You know what I mean? They belong in a, in a mental institution. And more than that, the individuals that affirm this belong there as well, because by affirming this, they are sharing in this same delusion. Uh, it's the same yeah, thing with these, these professors. By affirming this as people, we're sharing in this same delusion. They're telling us that we have to accept their version of reality, and it just doesn't have any basis in it doesn't, it doesn't, reality. It is, it just, it uh, doesn't. It's like we said the other day, it's so extreme that they, they say, I believe, therefore it must be real. I identify, therefore it is. And yet, if somebody else does, that is not dressed or acting in the extreme then they start shouting them down you ca you you cannot be who you want to be now there's something else that came up the other day and it was it really really was upsetting and it was broadcast on um somebody else's podcast and it was interesting but apparently there was a couple there was a woman who had a baby the husband identified as a woman yeah and the one thing he, she, whatever they call themselves, wanted to breastfeed the child. So he had loads of hormonal stuff or whatever to create breasts and whatever. But the thing is, the thing is, and this is a sick thing because it's abuse, he suckled the child or whatever. But the point is, all that kid would have been getting off the breast of the man, if anything came out, would have been hormones that he would have been fed. You'd, and this kid would not have got any sustenance. And one of the people that was doing the podcast was a, was a lady. And they said, well, basically, when you actually feed a child, um, they can actually, you can have a point where they are using up so um, many calories, even the baby's using up more calories than it's actually feeding. And if it's not getting any sustenance and it's getting those hormones that have, you've been injecting yourself with, 
Why is that called other than abuse? It, it's just as bad as as these these parents I mean, you've got, that say. Yeah, that... you, you, you've got you've got. I mean, there's a mother there, and you used to think mothers used to be like mother bears. You I, just didn't to... affect the child in any yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. She'd she'd take I, you down. I, I'm you trying. Know? I'm trying to to kind of wrap She's my head around it. this. I mean, you're you, you're you're making a valid point, and I and I don't disagree with you on that point, but. How is this entire situation, the, the entire I'm, I'm not talking about just that specific part of it. How is this entire situation not considered child endangerment to begin with? Well, it is, isn't it? It's nothing but it. I mean, it's surgery, puberty, this this thing from being born going through all the way until after puberty is the natural process that has happened over millennia, millions, whatever animals go through to become who we are. It, that process has taken so long and it's been so refined that, yes, we need to go through that to find out who we are. So if you don't go through that process, you don't find out who you truly are. You can go through life wanting to be this, that and whatever. When you're a child, you want to be, whether it's that you used to play cowboys and Indians and spacemen and whatever else you wanted to see on the blooming telly or read in the now. books or the comments. That's racist comics, now. You, but, can't, you can't do that. That's cultural appropriation. But, <laughs> but you do that and you go and you climb out and you go forward they they are not going forward they're not becoming their individual self they will never find balance and that is what everything's about balance nature's about balance nature works in balance if people thought about their gardens and how they wanted to do it properly yeah they wouldn't spend all their lives fighting their garden because that's what they do they have a garden and they design it how they want and that means they've got to spend all their time doing it or they have enough money to get somebody else to spend all their time doing it. Because if you leave it, nature will readjust. That is a natural way of things. So, and that goes for you eco-terrorists. I wish you'd stand still long enough that you were just grown over with moss, you horrible people. But yeah, yeah, no, that's what they should do. If they want to stick themselves to the concrete, leave them there. I'm sure nature will take charge of them eventually. I think they all get Darwin Awards in the end, as Bruce likes to put it. <laughs> they get into the Darwinian book, yeah. They do, right. yeah. Well, the the problem, though, with the story you were just talking about with the trans uh, trying to breastfeed, uh, not only does the Darwin Award go to them, but it's also to the child, because the child, if they continue down that path, will die of malnourishment. So, Well, it will. It, <laughs> there's no good outcome. That's the problem. There is no good outcome. You see, the simplistic thing, yeah, and I'll always say this, the most selfish act in anyone's life is to have a child because the child does not ask to be born. Therefore, you have a responsibility towards that child. I've got a child. Yes, the decision was to have a child. Selfish act, take responsibility. Yeah, that means you help it to grow into what it might be, not what you want it to be. It's not an object your child falls over you pick it up i mean i said it he she whatever i'm just using that more and more nowadays because you'll offend somebody by saying one way or another you pick the child up like you'd pick anybody up you know it even works around the opposite way if say um one of your parents even though you're an adult one of them goes or they go estranged and somebody gets back with someone else you know they go they go their own way and meet someone else and you think, oh, my God, what's going on there? 
you still will give it, well, I'll, that's my dad or my mum. If they fall over, I'm still going to be here to pick them up. You just do that because it's the human way and it's the right way. And you don't just do it because it's family, because families are hard. You do it whether it's your friends or whatever. That One of the hardest things that I saw was when that child was fell over on the pavement and had to go over to the child because nobody wanted to touch it in COVID. Nobody wanted to go. They avoided it, you know, and I'm giving it, well, where's your parents? And they were just coming up. I was on the way to school. No, that's what I did. COVID frightened people away from everybody, children, everything. And it's, it is hard. How can you just, I, I cannot fit that mentality in. It's like that Marine. Like that. He did the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Any people that are out there, any people that are in America and, and see this or whatever, no, you do the right thing, you don't get punished for it. So people have got to speak up, yeah, because, I mean, not because I'm an, an ex-serviceman or whatever, yeah, because we do enough wrong things in for the right reasons, if you know what I mean, yeah? We've done plenty of that. I mean, we've all got skeletons in our cupboards and stuff like that. So maybe we just understand it a bit more. But for God's sake, you know, you've got to start looking after each other. Well, I think that's good as any to uh, to leave it. So um, we'll see you next week, yes? Yeah. Yeah, it's half term next week. I'll be back. No Very exams good. next week. Very good. Well, yeah. I hope that uh, hope all goes well for the rest of the week for you. I hope you have a, uh, a great rest of your weekend, and we'll catch you next week. Mm, I've got to go get a prom dress. Not for me, though. It's for my daughter. Oh, you sure? Because I, your, your preceding comments to this, I thought, well, you, you know, all skeletons in your closet. I thought, well, yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave that one alone. coming out of the closet. <laughs> you shopping at Target? Closet, yeah. No? No? Uh, definitely not. No. I don't know. Do we uh, have a Target over here? No, I don't think you do. Uh, they have lost. They, there was an internal email that was brought out today. They have lost nine billion this week. Excellent, indeed. All right, we're going to go ahead and call this one done, gentlemen. I would like to thank you both for being here today. Thank you to all of the listeners. God bless everyone, and have a great evening. Mm-hmm.